Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to another edition of Techniche Tips here in the morning. I am your host, Joseph M. Smith, and we are back again, family. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for everybody who has been supporting this channel, supporting what we do here. And I just want to emphasize something real quickly. Uh, I am in no way, shape, or form an expert. <laughs> but what I do is I love to talk to people about their stories. I love to hear what other people can learn from their stories, because one thing that we are an expert in is our story. Uh, nobody else has lived our life but ourselves. And so that's what I love to share. And so if you are here to understand and get inspiration from people's stories, if you're here to kind of pick up the little nuggets that are dropped along the way, then you are in the right place. And right up, we got, what up, brother? <laughs> what up, brother Scott, man? You are, I see you are everywhere. You are everywhere. And so right now, speaking of being everywhere, go ahead and put it in the chat where you're, where you're checking in from. I always want to know because it really kind of gives me an idea of who is benefiting from this show. So I got Paul Dent. Yo, y'all, if y'all have not checked out Paul's interview, you definitely need to check that out. Paul has a great story about how he was able to transition to tech in his 40s. Uh, I get a lot of people that talk to me and say, man, I, I, it's too late for me. Not late at all. It is not late at all. You can do it as well. So go to the YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash at tech niche tips. That's youtube.com forward slash at tech niche tips that way you could be able to check out that interview and see exactly what i am talking about but speaking about uh where we are from we got louisville kentucky in the house with scott i got oh good, good morning there darius guys glad to see you as well oh, listen family it is a little bit after 10 i do not want to delay uh, i want to get my guest right on and his name is prince so as you're coming on i would love to you know of course say what's up LinkedIn user. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, but yeah, I definitely want to get the ball rolling. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on my guest right now. And his name is Prince. Come on, Prince, to the stage. How you doing, Prince? Good, man. Good. How are you? Thanks for having me, Joseph. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I cannot complain. This is going to be a good conversation because I believe that we're going to talk about a couple of things, networking, mindset, and the urgency. If you are considering transitioning into this career, what you should do. So can, just people that don't really know you, can you talk about what, lo, what role you're able to land and how long it took you to get there? And we're going to go from there into your into the story. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Uh, just a little bit about myself. My name is Prince. Uh, currently, you know, working in tech. Uh, right now, I'm a uh, BDR for a uh, fintech company. Um, I've been working there for the past uh, six months, and it's been the best six months of my life. Um, you know, there's definitely um, growth and a lot of potential within the field. Uh, right now, I'm on track uh, to become a uh, an account executive, and then hopefully, you know, rise up to a senior VP of sales at the company. Um, so the name of the company uh, it's Advisant. It's a you know up and coming uh, fintech company. Uh, so we are. We're not a startup, but we are, you know, I'd say a good, what, like we started back in 2014. So we've, we've been around for, you know, um, a couple of years now and there. So, you know, overall, it's a, it's a great company. Uh, so I'm very grateful that, uh, you know, I'm currently there. Um, let's see. I mean, in terms of my background, um, I do have a sales background, uh, but also 
uh, was, you know, a manager at CBS. But for me, the reason why I made this transition uh, is because, you know, just, you know, watching other people's story, learning about Cyrus's story, it, you know, mo it motivated me to kind of like start thinking ahead, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life, but I just knew that I wanted to, you know, work with other people and kind of like you know, grow myself. Um, so I came across, you know, tech and tech industry uh, last year. Uh, I was finishing up my MBA at the time uh, and I didn't really know what to do. So one of my friends recommended, you know, checking out tech sales. And I was like, what is tech sales? You know, um, it's, I mean, I know it's sales, but whenever I think of tech, I think of computers and coding and all that stuff. So it's not really my interest, you know, uh, but it wasn't until like, I just started researching more about like the tech industry as a whole and like the different sectors of tech that I really got excited about it, you know? Um, so, you know, after going down this amazing rabbit hole of like what tech is and coming across Cyrus's story, um, I came across uh, course careers. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I'm sure all of you guys are pretty familiar with, you know, course careers. Uh, so I was just researching more about it, uh, kind of like watched um, all the success stories. And for me, I was kind of like on the fence, honestly, because I was like, I don't really see how a program could help someone. But then again, you know, I just gave it a benefit of the doubt. You know, I trusted the process. Uh, and, you know, I mean, everything worked that well. Uh, let's see. Um, so last fall, um, kind of just to set the scene a little bit, uh, like I said, I was finishing up my MBA. I mean, I was in debt because I just moved to a new city in Chicago. What's up? Yeah, Chicago. That's right. That's right. Uh, so I just moved to a new city. So like pretty much, you know, I was in debt, struggling to, you know, keep up. However, you know, I didn't, yeah. you know, lose faith in God or anything like that. Um, so it wasn't until uh, this year, uh, January 6th, I remember that day, I literally, I used my last paycheck. Mm. Yeah, I used my last paycheck to uh, enrolling uh, in course careers. Just huh. me, like, you know what, at this point, I have nothing to lose. You know, I just have to start believing in myself. Yeah. Um, so I remember um, it was, I think, like 450. Uh, so, I mean, to me, 450 is not, it's not like a hefty amount, but to some people it is. So for yeah, me, I just kind of like, use a promo code for that one. Pretty much you get the 450. Exactly. Right? Gotcha. Exactly. Exactly. So I use Cyrus's promo code, but anyways, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I got it and man, I just remember I was so hungry for it. Like to me, I'm, I'm a go-getter, you know, I'm young, I've accomplished a lot of things so far and, yeah. you know, to me, it just, this opportunity it just seemed like, you know, another thing for me to accomplish. So I started uh, January 6th. Uh, within a week, um, I had finished the course. Um, I'd say like I started January 6th, finished like January 15th. And then I already started applying for new jobs, you know? Mm, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think for me, like I said before, I was just hungry for it and I wanted to get it done because in my mind, the longer you wait for something, right, it's probably yeah. going to go to someone else, you know? So I really yeah, want to especially in this market. <laughs> exactly. It's, and that's the thing. It's hot right now. So, you know, yeah. the longer you wait, you know, that opportunity that could have been yours is already going to someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Well, let me let me backtrack. We're gonna we're gonna get there, but I want to backtrack a little bit because I you said that you have a background in sales. I had a question for you because I've heard this question as well. Having a background in sales, traditional sales, would that B two C or B two B traditional sales? Both. So you know, I've okay. done um, you know direct to consumer, direct to business. Um, yeah. The reason why I pivoted more to direct to business is because you know just being able to work for an organization. It's a lot more structured and uh -huh. I mean, there's the different processes to things. So it makes the sales process a lot easier, whereas selling to consumer or oh, customers, yeah. it's, it's like it's more like a emotional decision. And like you have to like, you yeah, know, pressure them to get I it. Remember. But, with, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. It's I'm, like <laughs> I'm remembering things. I'm having flashbacks to my day of being on the phone, getting cursed out and stuff like that for what, exactly. what I was doing. It's different. Exactly. It's a different ball game. So my question I wanted to ask you for follow-up to that is in regards to just leveraging your sales skills, did you feel like course careers are really helpful or just like, did you feel like it was really good? Cause you were, you had a background in sales. So the people want to know like, like really like course skills help you out. Really? Did it really help you out? Or you were just good to go? Honestly, I would say Coast Careers helped me out because it was mm -hmm. a good refresher. You know, I mean, I, I, I knew the basics, right? But however, what Coast Career does is it teaches you a more in-depth, uh, you know, terminology. So there's a lot of terminologies that I wasn't used to, you know, yeah. like what an account executive was or even like the different like prospecting, qualifying leads. Like I, yeah. I didn't know all that stuff. I just knew, hey, call someone up and try and convince them to buy a product. <laughs> you yeah. know, but with uh, course careers, like they actually broke down, you know, what, like, what are the sales cycle? How do you go about like dealing with rejections? How do you do cold calling? And I mean, there's also like the uh, band method. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like how you qualify a lead. Budget, authority, lead timing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's, that's, yeah. that's all you're doing for B2B because you have to realize, okay, who am I selling into, right? Yeah. And why why did I need my products? How is my product going to bring solution to their business? Exactly. You know, and so right. people kind of think about sales as, okay, I'm going to grab your hand and I'm going to force you to do what I want you to do, but it's really a partnership. It's really almost like being a consultant and you're like, yeah. okay, here's what we have. What are your needs? Let's find that out. And people that are kind of like their mind is like not really understanding what it is could feel like, oh man, it's a high pressure sale. No, not really. In fact, with, when it comes to tech sales, you want it to be mutually beneficial because this is a long lasting relationship with this company. At least you hope it is, right? So you want to make sure that on both sides, everybody is actually getting a fair shake, basically. So yeah, let's go back to your story though, because I think that's very, I wanted to make sure that people understood uh, understood that, you know, even having a background in sales, course careers is still valuable uh, for sure. Um, you said something I need, I want to harp on a little bit earlier than later. You said about the urgency. Can you talk about the urgency right now for people that are trying to break in this field and why they should try to do this as soon as possible versus doing it later on? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, later never comes, you know, like mm. when you say I'm gonna do something later, you're never going to do it. So later literally like never comes. never comes. Right. So it's just a matter of like, setting a goal for yourself. Like I said, I'm a goal setter, right? So coming into yeah. the new year, I knew that I wanted to achieve certain goals. And the reason why I chose the tech sales route is because for me, I'm all about establishing generational wealth. And it just seems like the easiest thing or the easy, well, not the easiest way, but one of the ways to get to generational wealth is the tech industry. Because I mean, there's so much knowledge 
And oh, break that down. Break that down for people. Why you say that's the best way? Come on. I'm on it here. Okay, so like best is subjective, number one. But the okay. reason why I say is one of the, you know, you know, ways to get into uh, the nursing world is because in my mind, if you think about it, okay, there's so much opportunities, so much money to be made in tech, right? Now, yeah. if you're able to leverage your skills, network, and, you know, keep moving up the ranks mm -hmm. over time, I mean, you have people making you know, well over a million, maybe like even higher in tech sales, right? Mm. So just being able to leverage that over time, you can easily just, you know, break a million dollars. And, you know, making a million dollars is one thing, but actually learning how to manage your money, how to invest mm -hmm. is another thing, you know? Ooh, so I mean, it's, it's all a process. So wait, wait, you said learning how to invest and manage your money. You saying you can learn those skills in tech sales? Or are you saying that so, you just learning that skill in, in in general, like just learning that period? In general, yes. But for me, yeah. I work in the uh, financial technology uh, space. I'm yeah. working with a bunch of like financial advisors, right? So mm -hmm. within the past within the past six months, I've learned, you know, what is financial advising and like how do people leverage their money to build their wealth? I mean, because there's okay. so many there's so many strategies that we're not even aware of, but me working yeah. in the fintech space, I've gotten a lot of knowledge on it. right now. Like Ooh. the first, the first, what, 90 days I opened up like a, uh, a retirement account. And right now it's Ooh. like, you know, just, you know, investing, uh, uh, passively for me. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's oh. knowledge. Yeah. So I see what you're saying. You working in fintech, and you working with people that are financial advisors or whatever, you're getting an inside look at this and you're able to leverage that, that experience with their experience and be able to actually make take action and apply those things to your life. So you're like, you're, you're, you're getting double in regards to the, yeah. the information that you're getting from those people that you're working with and also working in the tech industry. Now, so, so let's talk about that for a second. FinTech, the FinTech world, because a lot of people may be like, okay, FinTech, I, I kind of get what that is. Can you break that down for people who have, who have no idea what is FinTech? Yeah, I mean, uh, fintech is just financial technology. Uh, if you yeah. think about it, the financial industry is probably like one of the, uh, how do I phrase this? It's one of the industries that, you know, is you can build your wealth there, right? But if you combine mm -hmm. finance and technology, I mean, it's like game over. You know, like cause you're, you're getting the best of two industries, right? Um, so with financial technology, with fintech, I mean, there are different types. Uh, there's investments, there's banking. Uh, commercial banking uh and i think there's also like retirement but for me i work within the investment space that's why i mean and i network with a lot of financial advisors um but yeah. particularly with you know my company we um it's it's a fintech company right so basically yeah. the product that we're selling this the SaaS, the software that we're selling uh is a portfolio management software a lot of you oh, guys okay. probably don't know what so like, you know, a portfolio is basically just a portfolio of all your investments, right? So a lot of the yeah. times, all these financial advisors, they're working with high net worth individuals that, um, you know, invest their money in different things. So there's yeah. ETFs, there is um, annuities, there's bonds. So, I mean, just all those different accounts, the financial advisors are managing. So our software kind of like streams like, streamlines their process right so they're able right. to you know manage uh their clients accounts all under one platform i mean it's 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 cool i mean yeah not, 
we we do that. We also do trading and rebalancing, which I don't I don't really like. I don't want to get too deep into that. But of course. I've, if you guys are familiar with trading, I mean, you know, it's like financial a lot of money. markets and stuff. Yeah, a lot of money. So, so you, so one of the things that I, when we talked earlier, um, or even when we were first kind of getting this this together, you talked about networking and mindset, and these are the things that you kind of want to talk about. And you kind of did a little bit of that networking to leverage that experience you had with your coworkers to start doing things for yourself. Can you dive into the importance of networking, especially if it's if it's in returns in regards to your getting the job, or even in regards to you actually being in the job and how networking has benefited you? Man, I would say like networking is probably one of the biggest things that you need to, you know, do to break into tech. Because right now, um, I mean, you've talked about it. Cyrus has talked about it. The importance of networking, like just being able to meet somebody at a party. You don't know who they are. Right. So it's all about yeah. who you know and who knows you. So if you're able to network with the right people, then that can put you in the right position. So, for example, right now at my job, you know, Yes, I'm, you know, establishing relationships with my with my uh, coworkers, but also with my senior reps as well, you know, because mm. over time, those relationships that I've built not only, you know, in a professional sh- uh, setting, but on a more personal setting, right? It helps me because let, let's say a year from now, if a, a an account position, account executive position is open at my company, I could yeah. easily just talk to my senior rep that's over my territory to help me get that position. You know, okay. So I mean, a lot of the times, you know, people say, "How do you?" You know, people say like networking is is important, but like, how do you actually go about networking? That's like go. the most important question. Break it down, um, brother. Break it down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a process to it. You know, you can start from LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great tool to network with people. Um, basically, I don't know how much you know time people spend on LinkedIn, but I I use LinkedIn for my job. <laughs> you yeah. know. So it's like it's it's one of like the most important tools that we use. Um, so for example, with how I use LinkedIn to uh, network, let's say you know there's a particular role or a company or job that I'm interested in, right? I go on LinkedIn, research the company, research the people in the company, you know, kind of connect with them on LinkedIn, introduce myself, kind of like my background and you know, kind of like why I'm reaching out to them. And yeah. I would say like ninety eight percent of the time, they end up connecting with me. I build my LinkedIn connections, right? And over time, the way LinkedIn's algorithm works is when you connect with somebody, they the algorithm connects you to that person's connections as well, right? Yeah. So the more connections you have, the more activities you have on LinkedIn, you just kind of like broaden your your um, your you know network your network uh, uh, base, you know. So that's like one big thing. Uh, another way you can network is by going to different tech events. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not sure where you guys are located, but for example, in Chicago, I mean, we have a lot of companies in Chicago and there's a lot of tech events uh, happen. Actually, there's one that's set for uh, September that I was going to go to, but I'm still trying to decide if I should go to. I mean, I probably would go to it, but All right. <laughs> I mean, that's another way, you know? It's like just yeah. find putting yourself in positions that allow you to talk to people. I mean, and networking... Yeah. The way I see it is it's it's just establishing relationships, you know, like, hey, man, my name is Prince. Like, what do you do for work? What do you like to do, um, you know, on your personal time? It's, you know, it's not rocket science. So, yeah. 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 I I, I agree. We used to do it on the playground all the time when growing up. 
hey, you want to play with me? Sure. You know, and then you're going to find, and sometimes you make your best friends there or you make, make your best friends in school. So we kind of have an idea of how to do it. It's just a little bit daunting because there's some do's and don'ts, or at least it feels that way going to these events. You're like, okay, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to do the wrong thing. But I think if people, if you share your personality and if you kind of show who you are as a person, first and foremost, that, that does that does go a long way. Uh, and so I want to kind of go back because uh, somebody else shouted out Chicago. We got, you know, if you if you Chicago stand up right now, Chicago stand up because I have a few of y'all from Chicago. So that's pretty cool to have y'all on today. Thank you so much. And go ahead. If you guys want to comment in the chat, I always say use a chat as your notebook. If you something that really resonates with you, be like, oh, oh, you know, you know how we are in the movie theaters, right? <laughs> so go ahead, do that here in the comment section. Um, a, a lot of my audience are people that people are trying to break into tech. That's that's the majority of my audience, people that are on that on that line, or they just got into tech and they want to be inspired to keep going because it is hard. Tech sales is not easy. Uh, you have to hit a quota. You have to be able to maintain relationships if you're an AE. The list goes on. So let, let's break it down to some how tos. So. What would you suggest for somebody who's trying to break into tech? How do they do it? What's the best way to do it based off of your experience? Yeah, um, I would say two things. Um, LinkedIn, LinkedIn optimization. Mm -hmm. um, just being able to, like I said, once again, just like connect yourself with, you know, different companies, different uh, people within the companies that you want to work for. And that's step uh, one, right? Thing, yeah, that's step one. Another okay. thing is your resume. Mm -hmm. Think about your resume as a reflection of you, but on paper, right? Now, obviously, I know a lot of you guys might not have sales experience or tech sales experience. That's fine. Yeah. Um, one thing is just being able to, you know, utilize the skills that you've learned from uh, course careers, right, mm -hmm. uh, to help you get the job. So, for example, for me, how I got my job um, in tech is, yes, I did have, you know, some sales experience, but what course careers teaches you are, you know, kind of like the terminologies that you need to know that you can actually leverage while you're interviewing, right? So for example, um, uh, let's say within the sales prospecting process and like the band, I put that as a skill on my resume. So during mm -hmm. my interview, I just verbatim kind of like explained what the band process was to the interviewer. And he yeah. was like, wow, okay. Like this man knows his stuff. Yeah. Um, and just being honest and, you know, straightforward with him. I'm like, Hey, you know, I know I have a sales background, but I love, you know, the tech industry and I want to like learn more about it. Um, and I mean, luckily enough, he gave me a shot, you know, so just yeah. from being able to like utilize, uh, what I've learned from course careers, adding on my resume and kind of like just talking about like my experience with it was yeah. what helped me get the job, you know? Yeah. Um, and then a third thing I would say is just like interviews. Um, a lot of people don't know how to interview. Interviewing is a skill. <laughs> mm, interviewing uh, is a skill. Okay, come on. It really is. It really is. Because yeah. one thing, like it's all about your mindset. Because for example, the way, I, the way I see interviews are it's a good way to not only learn about the person that you're talking to, but also about the company. So a lot of the times when you're interviewing with recruiters or with you know hiring managers, they want personality, they want to get to know you, and they want to see that you know you are curious about working for the company or you're curious about you know learning, right? So just yeah. being able to talk about your your experiences both as a student, as a learner. And you know why you want to work there, like I would say, ninety-nine percent of the time helps you get that 
role, you know. Um, but getting the interview is hard <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think I think it's just um, getting the interviews is hard. So in order to get the interviews, you just need to work on your resume and uh, your LinkedIn because you need to have a lot of activities on LinkedIn, meaning like posting. It could be mm -hmm. posting, you know, your thoughts on, you know, a different on a particular product or a particular company or just kind of like all the things that you like to talk about or that you're interested in. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I was looking at Paul's comment here. He's like, talk, when he talked about tech sales or tech being working in the tech industry being easy, he says, it's not easy, but sometimes it's simple, especially when it comes to tech sales and being an SDR. So like, don't let that go over your head. Uh, also, he said, facts, be personable and answer clearly and yeah. do research on the company. Um, and again, as I mentioned earlier, Paul is a person that, uh, and I'm just emphasizing this only because I want people to understand that no matter what age you can, but in his 40s, he was able to transform position over to the tech industry. And so a lot of people might say, man, I can't do it, whatever, whatever excuse you want to use, really kind of find that why and really kind of be laser focused on getting to your goals, because it truly can, truly can change your life. And so I want to definitely just emphasize that we're about to go into the Q&A section. But before I do that, and I want you guys, if you are here, go ahead and type your comments in the section below. And if and for whatever reason, uh, you may you may be trying to think of a question. If it pops up in your head, don't don't be don't be weird about it. Go ahead, you can type it in the comment section because I'm gonna go back through the comments to make sure I answer these questions. And before we go into that question, he's a great insight. Also, please don't not don't post things on LinkedIn that should be left for IG and Twitter. That's a good point. You know, it's a professional yeah. network. You want to show your personality, but there are certain things, there's certain stuff that you might not want to do. I know shorts and reels may not. Uh, well, I won't, I won't go into that, but yeah what she said. <laughs> so uh, what I'm going to do, and remember, Q&A is coming up after this. So put your questions in the comments, questions that you have for Prince, things of that nature. Mindset. That's another thing we said we're going to talk about. What kind of mindset did you think that you had to have in order to really stand out among the crowd? Man, um, my mindset, I, I don't think anyone has like my mindset, honestly. For me, I am the most optimistic person. Like Okay. Anything bad can happen to me. And I'm like, you know what? On the bright side, this could have happened. So I think, I mean, just growing up and like all my experiences in life, I've just kind of had this mindset of like, you know what? I'm going to go into things with an open mind, trust God, okay. trust the process, right? And whatever happens, happens. So for example, with me going into, you know, uh, tech sales, at first I was like skeptical about it because I was like, like, I don't know what this is. I don't know if I can yeah. do it. So there's a lot of doubts. And that's the thing, people struggle with like self-doubt. Um, and I mean, that's, that, that's completely fine. I There's sometimes that I have self-doubts as well, but it's just a matter of realizing that, you know what, those doubts are not gonna stop me from achieving what I wanna do. Because I mean, yeah. in the end, it's just the self-doubt. It's just not, it's not, it's not a reality, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think just being able to kind of like, you know, trust yourself, trust God, that is what helped me out with this process. Um, yeah. And one thing, one thing that like, I like to say for anyone that's still on the fence, you have nothing to lose. <laughs> you know, it's like you're you're better off trying to get into it. If you feel that's great, learn from that process and figure yeah. out how to win. Because I mean, failure oh. is part of life. You know, like I'm, I'm yeah. not gonna sit here and like say all this, you know, speaking terms. But basically, you have to fail to 
learn. And for me, usually, so for example, um, whenever I was interviewing, going through the whole interviewing process, yeah. I applied for over a thousand jobs. No cap. Mm. Like I, every day I would wow. apply, interview, I wouldn't get it. And I was so mad. I was like, why is I'm like, why am I not getting this? And how long did it take uh, you land a job? Just out of curiosity, how long did it take you to land a yeah. job? Yeah. So, so wait, let me let me let me let me clarify some things. Okay. Okay. So before I got into tech sales, I was already applying for jobs, right? Oh, okay. But once I, you know, did careerist, I pivoted what I was applying to. So I was applying to just tech companies now. So I finished okay. careers uh, January 15th. I applied for- Careers? Like, or course careers? No, course careers, sorry. Okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> I uh, I finished course careers um, January 15th. I applied, I think for like maybe 20 tech jobs, right? Okay. And had some interviews and then I got an offer uh, February 10th and I started working February 21st. Oh, so that wasn't that that wasn't that long period of time. It was January to February, pretty much, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got. Because I'm like thousand applications. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make sure I understood yeah. that over over the span. Yeah, over the span of like you know me trying to get a job, a good job. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um, to just just from applying and interviewing in the past, um, I kind of like learned from my mistakes. So okay. usually what I do is after every interview, let's say. Uh, the recruiter or the hiring manager says, oh, we decided not to go with you. I asked, like, well, what's your reason? Like, I want to know why I wasn't chosen over uh, the next candidate. And I mean, a lot yeah. of the times they, they will give you a lot of constructive feedback. A lot of the feedback that I've gotten was like, oh, you know, your resume, uh, you, just, you just needed more experience or you didn't answer this question more in depth or like yeah. your tone was kind of like, monotone all this so like just using yeah. all those feedbacks i you know learned from them and i was able to use them in my next interviews like over time i've gotten really good at interviewing you know um, yeah so yeah yeah so i mean mindset i'll just say yeah. like if you're in the fence do it if you're currently in you know course careers you're doing great like you've you've done the first step that you needed to do which was to get into a program that helps you uh, you know, to learn all the skills and prepare for interviews and stuff. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, and so I see I see your comment there, Zane. I'm definitely going to go to that and we do the Q&A section. So thank you so much for putting your question there. Uh, but I want to go to Paul right now because he said, Prince, we don't take losses, we take lessons. Talk that talk. So I really appreciate you, Paul, for saying that because it's so true. Like, the, you know, the, there's things that we may experience that are setbacks but they're not necessarily going to be what we're going to stay at or just going to be a setback for the moment. And so that is a very important thing. So we're going to go into the Q&A section of this conversation. But I wanted just to make sure that while I, while I do that, I'm waiting for your questions, right? I got one from Zane. So thank you so much for that. But I let one of those questions will roll in. So I'm going to just at this time, as you are writing your questions in there, I'm going to talk about our sponsors for today. So obviously, Course Careers is one of our sponsors. As you know, they have tech sales, right, which is basically SDR, BDR. They have UI, UX design, digital marketing as well. I have an interview with a professor who actually took the digital marketing course. Uh, and he talked about his he talked about how he rated it. And you'll be surprised. Right. So you have digital marketing. And then you also have. 
uh, you also have, this is a new one, you also have, now I'm losing my brain, customer success. There we go. So if you're interested in being an SDR, BDR, if you're interested in, which is the pre-sales portion of it, if you're doing customer success, which is the post-sales, if, you, if you're looking into being into UI, UX design, if you're interested in IT as well, all that is now in course careers. I do have a code at the bottom if you want to save $50 off. I mean, who doesn't want to save some money? And that's Joseph50. So definitely tap into that. Then on the other side, if you are already in tech sales or if you're transitioning from a high background where you have like already have experience and you want to get to more of a senior level, because those were more or less entry levels in course careers, then there's level careers, right? Level will take you to the next level in regards to being an AE or even in getting into as being a SOC analyst in cybersecurity. And these are not just, you know, anybody that's teaching this. We got people like Kevin Dorsey, who's teaching the AE course. Like my company has paid a lot of money. Other companies have paid a lot of money for him to speak to their company. So he has a course that you can learn from. I mean, sign up because it's going to be amazing for you. So definitely check out Level for the AE program. And you have Josh McAdore, who teaches the teaches only IT at Course Careers, but he also teaches at Level for the cybersecurity program. Very, very knowledgeable guy. So you definitely want to plug into those if that's interesting to you. And again, I'm saying this while you're putting your questions in there. So the last one, Learnful, uh, Nigel, who's a principal SE at HubSpot, started this a very exclusive, very, very exclusive pre-sales cohort. It's six weeks long, about 20 to 25 people, uh, pretty much uh, roughly around 120 people and a little bit more per year can get into this program. So if you are interested in the pre-sales program, I would definitely recommend that you actually look at that because you're going to be having one-on-one -on -one coaching with people that are principals, SEs in different companies that are, that are, enterprise level in sales like these are people that are going to mentor you on a very intimate basis walk you through what they've learned and help you navigate what you want to do so you may go in there saying hey i want to do tech sales but then by working with them you're like you know what my skill set works better to being an se so all of that is in the description below by the way so definitely check that out uh it is a it's going to be for people that have gone through learnful it has changed their lives from what i've heard and so I just want to let you know about those different sponsors for this, uh, again, for this live here. So go ahead, check the description out. Any of them that you want to check out, go ahead and do so. But I'm going to go to the Q&A section. And I do have Zane here who says, I always struggle with feeling that my resume is not what it should be. Any suggestions? And I'm going to pass that to you, Prince. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great uh, question, Zane. Um, for me, I mean, what's like, what's your reasoning? Like, why, why do you feel like your resume isn't what it should be? You know, that, that's a good first question. Like, hmm. is there something that you feel like you need to work more on, on your resume? You know, so, I mean, just like, kind of like just thinking about that. And for me, what I did to work on my resume was, um, I actually, once again, I went on LinkedIn, I researched, uh, you know, resume coaches and, I was able to get, uh, you know, a coach uh, to help me with my resume. And I mean, over over time, you know, they helped me, you know, kind of like understanding what a good resume structure looks like. You know, uh, a lot of the times um, hiring managers, recruiters, they want to like just see what your work experience is. So being able to have, you know, a, uh, a quick summary of, of yourself, uh, and kind of like your work experience at the top. So that way, like it grabs their attention rather than like having different 
you know, unnecessary information on it. Right. And also just realizing that with your resume, um, yes, you know, sometimes there are actual individuals that read your resume, but there's also an ATS system that, you know, reads your resume. So just being able to know the key words or skills that are needed um, for that job that you're applying. Because I mean, like different jobs have different skill requirements. So just making sure that your resume has those um, skill requirements so that way the ATS system can pick it up uh, definitely helps. Uh, and just, you know, researching. Actually, one thing, one good thing with uh, course careers is uh, we have coaches like myself. So if you are in course careers and you're looking for coaching, always feel free to, you know, sign up for a session with me. Uh, we, you know, go in depth uh, in terms of, you know, working on your resume to optimize your resume and also optimize your LinkedIn. So, I mean, just uh, just little things like that. There's many tools that uh, are available for you uh, to help, you know, kind of improve your resume. And also one, one thing that I like to do is let's say I'm applying for a specific role. So let's say I'm applying for a sales engineering role. I usually research what a typical sales engineering uh, resume would look like, uh, see like what skills are transferable and kind of yeah. just add that into my resume, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he actually added on, he said, I'm not sure if it tells enough information about what I've done and how it would apply to the SDR position. Yeah. So that's where coaching comes into play. Wouldn't you agree, Prince, yeah. what you were saying earlier? Yeah. 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 So that's when coaching comes into play. And also just kind of like, like you said, you said you're not sure if the information matches. I mean, sometimes if you read the, um, you know, job description. requirement, the job description, it kind of like tells you what you need. I mean, the, like, for example, let's say you're, okay, and how it applies to SDR. So most SDR positions, uh, you know, some skills that are necessary would say code calling required, um, LinkedIn, uh, what is it called? Sales LinkedIn Navigator. Yeah, um, LinkedIn Navigator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just like having those skill sets on your resume helps a lot. And the good thing is, so for example, if you go through uh, course careers, right, they teach you, uh, you know, all the uh, sales lingo, you can add that on your resume, right? Because you have experience learning about that and you can actually talk about your experience during the interviews. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think and I think those those are the things that worked out for Prince and, and for others as well. I mean, coaching is, is really good when you get somebody who has experience in resume building. So that's where the power of networking comes into, where you could probably have somebody that you could find and reach out to them and say, hey, look at my resume. What, what would you suggest? I would also say, like, if you really break down what a SDR BDR does, it's research, outreach, prospecting. Right. And so there might be some experiences in the past where you did research. If you could show the numbers for that, that I did X to, that led to Y that resulted in Z with numbers, figures, then, I mean, I'm simplifying it, obviously, but that really does help. You know, that really does help. If you can find some key performance indicators in your previous work, key KPIs, and apply it to your resume and show them, like, this is what the result of what I did versus this is the responsibilities that I had at this particular place, then it could leverage itself towards tech sales. Uh, just, just my humble opinion. Um, but yeah, anybody else have any questions? If you have any questions, go ahead and put it in the chat. 
Again, this could be general questions about what life is like as an SDR, BDR. It could be, you know, even things about how you were able to transition into tech, questions about that, uh, some of the pros and cons. Uh, if you are, if you, let me ask that question to you, Prince, actually. Have you experienced any, I mean, we always talk about the good stuff, right? What are some cons about working in tech? What are some challenges? What are some hardships that you have to deal with or have dealt with while being in this industry? Uh, rejections, objections. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's part of the process, man. You yep. will get a, a thousand no's before you get the one yes. Uh, yeah. So just, I mean, I'll say like day to day with the job, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Um, you know, you're researching um, the company, you're researching like who your um, ideal customer profile is and you're just calling them up. Usually like how I, how I, I approach, you know, cold calling is I just, I, I imagine like talking to a friend that I can't see on the phone, you know, so like when I pick up the phone, like I'm talking to somebody like I, you know, I'm friendly. I have like that that phone voice, right? And I don't usually sound salesy, you know. So I just call into them, hey, just want to check in on you, see how you're doing, see how your firm's doing. Sometimes they're like, what do you want? <laughs> like when they hit me with that, what do you want? Question. I just go straight to the point, like, hey, this is yeah. this is like who I am, my company, and like what we're selling, the purpose of the call. Um, yeah. So I mean, I think the con is just definitely learning how to maneuver through the objections mm -hmm. uh, another another con is it gets repetitive but that's fine it's it's part of the job you know you're reaching out to people but the good thing is once you do something over and over and over again you become yeah. skilled at it you become a master at it so now i can easily just cold call uh go through objections quickly so i mean it's like i said before like if if you're struggling with objections or, you know, the cold calling aspects over time, you get better at it. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I got a question from Zachary here that says, how do you look for jobs on LinkedIn? Like, do you search by putting in SDR or BDR? Yeah, um, I just go on to the job section, uh, LinkedIn, and then just search up uh, BDR jobs or uh, sometimes I, so, okay. when for me, my job application process, I usually start with LinkedIn, but there are also a couple of job sites that I use. Uh, there's one called Built-in. So Built-in mm -hmm. is is specifically just for tech companies, right? Mm. Um, and I believe Built-in has different uh, cities. So there's Built-in Chicago, there's Built-in uh, New York, um, there's Built-in Austin. So just, just like if you search up like built in and a bunch of um, cities will populate. I also use Dice, uh, D-I-C-E um, for my job process or just sometimes I just Google like SDR positions available. Mm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, just look at that. Yeah. yeah. And let me add to that, too, because the terminology SDR, BDR is becoming very popular even with non-tech companies. So I look at the job description as well to just to kind of piggyback what Prince is saying to see if they talk about SaaS, like keywords like SaaS, uh, APIs. If they talk about different keywords that lends itself to tech, then I'm like, okay, this is a tech sales role. But there's a lot of different companies that are not in tech that are using that terminology now because they want to lure people to those roles 
And so you want to also do your research on a company as well. You do, you've, of course, you find them on LinkedIn and these different places, but you want to check, definitely check RepView, R-E-P-V-U-E. You want to definitely check Glassdoor, see the reviews that are of people that have worked there from these particular sites. And then going back to networking, you definitely want to connect with some people on LinkedIn, ask them about the company culture. And uh, more, more than likely they can. I mean, everybody's very busy. I even get people that reach out to me and I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat busy too. But we will try as a community to always be responsive. So don't be afraid to reach out to people and ask them their experiences at a particular company once you've vetted them and found out that they're a truly an SDR, BDR position and at a tech company, right? So, uh, yeah, so that, that's a good question. Uh, any any other questions? If not, we're going to wrap it up pretty soon. I, I, I know that uh, you actually posted here that about Andrea Logan is a great resume, resume building, uh, sorry, great on resume building, excuse me, and does free audits for LinkedIn profiles on mm -hmm. Mondays. So if anybody's interested in that, I mean, I don't know her, so I can't really say I, I, I vouch for it, but you could definitely check out because we're in community here. So if somebody shares something, I want to make sure that people are aware. So, yeah, with that being said, my friend, uh, if there are no other questions, if our hearts and minds are clear, <laughs> then I'm probably going to call it a wrap here. But thank you so much again for uh, taking the time to speak with us. Uh, again, this is about just sharing our experiences from what we have gone through. Uh, not necessarily experts in the field or whatever the case may be, but we are experts in our lives. And we could tell you from what we did, what helped and worked for us. And hopefully you could find some golden nuggets in that as well. But yeah, thank you so much, family. Again, if you're interested in course careers, level careers, or even into Learnful, look below. There's a bunch of discounts below that you can have. Uh, everything from tech sales to customer success, UI, UX design, uh, digital marketing, IT, cybersecurity, trade to be an AE, all that's below, sales engineering, all that is below. So definitely check it out. Uh, your one-stop shop is in the description. So go ahead. If you have any questions for me, you can reach out to LinkedIn. And Prince, they can reach out to you on LinkedIn as well if they have any questions. Yeah, yeah, LinkedIn, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, family. And like I always say, I hope to see you on the other side. Y'all take care. Have a good one. See you guys.